Would you say you are an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, the pandemic has uh, had an impact us on us all, but it's impacted us in uh, different ways. We were talking last week about recovering from the pandemic on a human level rather than a business level. Both are important and they're really, you know, connected. Uh, I want to follow up on that now and look at really into the the human level of things because it stands to reason that introverts and extroverts would have experienced uh, the pandemic in uh, different ways. And I think we've seen that in the way some people have responded to various developments brought on by the pandemic. Dr. Marcia Sirota is an author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist. She recently wrote about this and uh, joins us now. I appreciate the time today. Good morning, Devin. I think people are pretty uh, familiar with the terms, but just so we're all clear, what is the difference between introverts and extroverts? Yes, introverts are about 15% of the population, so they're quite a small group, but they, uh, they are quite distinct because introverts need more time alone to recharge their emotional batteries, whereas extroverts recharge when they're with people. So extroverts gain energy being around other people, and introverts lose energy being around other people. So that's the basic difference. So obviously you're going to see the difference in the way they they um, interact. Extroverts still like people. They want to be married. They want to have families. They want to be around others. But they need that time alone to recharge. I'm surprised it's that big of a disparity. I would have thought it might be a little bit closer. No, it's, uh, it's a small group, but uh, they, are, they are quite distinct. And uh, if you are an introvert, you, you pretty much know it. <laughs> and you've know it, <laughs> known it for a long time. I'm one of them, and I, I've known it for a long time. And there's a book that uh, a woman named Susan Cain wrote, and uh, she, it was all about the difference between extroverts and introverts. And a lot of people, when we read it, we were like, yes, okay, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, some people are surprised when I say it, but I, I'm an introvert as well, uh, even uh, though I do have this job. Um, what impact has the pandemic had on introverts and extroverts? Yeah, so, you know, just before we go on, like you say you have this job. So introverts can have passions and they can become more extroverted when they are in, you know, doing the things that they really are passionate about. So you can be a professor, you can be an actor, you can be a, a radio host, you can, you can be out there in the world as an introvert, you just need that extra time on your own. So for introverts and extroverts, we have been able to find our natural balance pre-pandemic. We could have our alone time, we could have our social time, there were no obstacles. But with all the enforced social isolation, what's happened is introverts have had more time alone and then they got used to it and so it was harder for them to reach out and connect and so what i'm finding with a lot of my introverted patients is that they're not bothering to connect they're just you know more and more withdrawn more isolated and that's obviously not good for them because we all do need that human interaction whereas the extroverts who who've desperately needed human contact and especially people who are single and living alone they've become traumatized by all the aloneness because their soul has not been fed so you know, both groups have really suffered through the pandemic. So what can we do, uh, what can both groups do to recover? What tips do you have for people to maybe uh, get back to where we were pre-pandemic, even though we're not out of the pandemic yet? 
Right. So I have two tips for each group. So the, for the introverts, they need a little bit of self-discipline. They've got to push themselves to gradually start reaching out, starting easier with a phone call and then extending to, you know, maybe something a little bit more like a FaceTime and even an in-person walk outside, for example. And they also need a lot of self-compassion as they're pushing themselves. So they're not whipping themselves. They're just gently encouraging themselves and realizing that it will start being more easy and more enjoyable to interact Whereas the extroverts need, need some self-reflection time. They need to tune in and really feel their pain of all the isolation so that they don't leak some of their hurt feelings out in their interpersonal interactions. And they also need clear communication. They need to talk to the people in their lives and really express to them how much they have suffered so that they get some understanding and some compassion from others and then it's easier for them to sort of ease back into interactions without this kind of trauma following into their interactions. Is there a lesson here in what people can do to better understand others? I mean, tensions are so high these days. We seem to talk at people rather than with them. And we maybe don't take the time to understand others and what maybe they're going through than we than really, really should. I think that's a terrific question, Devin. And I think you're absolutely right. There is a lesson, which is that we're not all the same. Different people have different responses. You know, some people have higher risk tolerance. Other people have lower risk tolerance. Some people are more introverted versus extroverted. We all have different ways that we approach our lives. And if we can understand that, you know, the other person is not like me or not like the people I'm familiar with, then we can develop more tolerance, more understanding, and and open up the lines of communication. And, uh, you know, I think that if we communicate with one another, we can find more common ground then if we judge each other, and then, of course, there's the defensiveness goes up. And maybe even understand ourselves a little bit better. And, you know, so much I think of the issues we have today is people responding to what they see in a pandemic as a, you know, a loss of control. And we all react in different ways, sometimes good, sometimes bad. And, you know, I, I realized a couple of years ago, you can't control everything. You can only control what you can control. Exactly. And, the, and that there's a certain piece in that where if you understand that, if you control the lack of control, then you actually feel more <laughs> control, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I think that a lot of understanding of self creates a lot of ease in life. You know, when we understand that we can't control, we can't be perfect, we, you know, we have to go with the flow and we have to make choices rather than try to impose our will on situations because in, certainly in this situation, you know, it's all about the choices we make as opposed to imposing our will, then we're going we're gonna to bend versus break. You know, we're going to have that emotional adaptability, which is the key to thriving in a, in a challenging time. Marcia, as always, I, I certainly appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Devin. Have a good day. You as well. That is uh, Dr. Marcia Sirota, author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist. Uh, a lot of her writings are really kind of on the point for uh, where we are these days and always appreciate her time.